This is Sky Astrology. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. I said Sky Astrology. This is Sky Astrology. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Astrology. With Chapeau Claudette, a.k.a. Claudette, because as you all know, I love clouds and looking up in the night sky. So, how are you today on this pre-full moon moment? I want to try something different today because I've been really observing uh, these last few weeks and did some serious sun, um, not sun gazing, stargazing, sorry. And so, you know, when I look at the mathematical data for this moment in time that is based on the actual positions of the heavenly bodies in our sky, based on geometry, and mathematics. It gives me actually the space to tap into what I intuitively have collected over the years of observing this, what I call energy. So because I'm coming from a biodynamic farmer perspective where When it's an earth sign, you plant earth things, you do earthly things, you sow. When it's an air sign, air energy, you cut flowers, you cut things because their scent will last longer or they will last longer. When the water element is prevalent, then you know that the soil is wet and rich and that you can plant plants and produce that need a lot of water to get going and when it's fire you know it's quite hot and these are the vegetables that you want to plant and tend to who need a bit of dry soil who can cope with it and who won't perish because of the heat And that's how I want to look at this situation that we have that's not based on one day, mind you. Because I see it as a progression. And there's a lot of things that happen, which I spoke about previous broadcasts, 190, episode 190. Welcome to episode 191. First, the sun and the moon are conjunct both at 29 degrees and four arch minutes of the constellation space of Taurus. And very close by, we have the Mercury, but it's left Taurus and it's going into an air sign of Gemini. So when I look back at what's happened before, What has materialized? What can I see on this earth? What has happened? Not what I heard. What has actually happened? I look at the main adjective for Taurus, which is 
stubborn, one, some of them, materialistic, secure, security, that's a big one. And then I have to look at what's really poignant is Mars conjunct K2. Now, K2 is just another word for the south node, the point of karma, which was exact. And I knew that this had some uh, impact because I was looking for the exact degree and almost the exact arch minute that Mars and K2 were going to pass each other because actually K2 goes retrograde and Mars is going forward. And on that day, it was 7 of June, and K2 was at 7 degrees of Capricorn, and Mars was at 7 degrees of Capricorn. Then it actually started with the suicides with Kate Spade. And then it was also looking at Mars as a planet, and I found out there was going to be a NASA press conference about Mars. I don't think these things are by chance because, like ne- like Tesla said, think if you want to know the secrets of the universe, think in terms of frequency. And frequency is sound. And when you repeat something, you know. And if you want to check out my Instagram a feed, a.k.a. Claudette, the research that I've done has even confirmed that the importance of sound and names. They're like spells. That's why they call them spelling. So I was looking out for what would happen around then. And that's what I saw, of course. This um, suicide and talking about life on Mars. And I knew I had to take that on board. It wasn't hard because I thought, isn't it ironic that people who you think had everything to live for did not want to live and that we have countries banding together doing research on a faraway planet to see if there's signs of life. So I have to ask about the value of life. And then that's when the discussion began. So when we have this occurring as the moon is coming from a place of full and then will be new again, that is a prompt to understand what has happened because it has happened and to take that on board and be ready to embrace a new moon, a new way to start again with the hindsight of what happened before. So when I look at this new moon coming up, that will be in the end of Taurus, that will have our communicative heavenly body of Mercury at the beginning of the 
energy that it belongs to, which is Gemini, then I know that the discussion can begin, that the communication can begin about what that means. And that's how I would like to inform you about this new moon that is still and strong in Taurus because it's the second new moon that we had in Taurus. This is astronomy, not astrology, which says it's in Gemini. But I tell you, you can see yourself when the crescent moon comes out that it's at the still in Taurus, very strong in Taurus. So I have to look at the next heavenly body very close by that just came out of Gemini, our Venus, who looks for harmony, who belongs and understands the energy of Taurus as well. So what can we understand about the energy of Taurus as well? Because now Venus will go into Cancer, which is a water, emotional situation and thought process. So when the Venus is in Cancer, it will want to harmonize our emotions and look for a balance in that. So on this new moon, we have the sun and the moon and the earth energy. We still have K2 and Mars in the earth, which will support that. And we have across from it our Saturn still in Sagittarius in a fire sign, but it's opposite the Gemini. And they say that Saturn is about lessons. So as I look at this circle of life, as I like to call it, I like to say that what lessons can we learn from the fact that people in the public eye, because these are your so-called archetypes, these are your man-made 3D stars who did not want to live anymore. There's also a spiritual guru who who passed away, took his own life yesterday on the 12th. So that takes care of everything, doesn't it? Spiritual person, financially well-to-do, fashion person who deals with material things. Then a foodie, a chef, who doesn't really deal with material things. He, He deals with really the essence of life and food and was so passionate about humanity. Just ask themselves, where did this life fail them? Or how do they feel about this life? What were the restrictions they felt? Because we have Saturn, which is in Sagittarius, forward thinking, 
you know, optimistic, idealistic. And Mars in with K2 giving us lessons of karma, giving us a message. So I hope in this next phase, as the moon grows from the new moon and as it goes into Gemini in about seven days in a week, we can start to have a discussion about what this really means in an intelligent context. So this is my take on the new moon. To be grounded where it is, to take on board and not to ignore, not to go to the next new story, but to sit with this story for a while. And then once the moon, and it will very soon, tomorrow evening, go into Gemini, and feel a conversation starting with yourself about the value of life and comparing it to the value of the material things, of the material security that is paramount in the world that we live in. But not on Mars. Mars, they're just looking and yearning for life. Thank you for listening. This is Chapeau Claudette, a.k.a. Claudette, because I love clouds. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology. This is Sky Astrology. This is Sky Astrology.